Alright, magandang hapon po sa atin, Victory Antipolo. Welcome to our 3pm online worship service. Ako po si Gab, isa po sa mga campus missionary natin dito sa Victory Antipolo. And you know what? I am seeing your comments right now here because I'm excited to worship with you today, this afternoon. Sana po, kayo din po, no? As much as you are excited to watch your shows in Netflix, in Disney+, Plus, I hope you are more excited to worship together every Sunday, even if it's online. Because hindi po natin malilimatahan ang presensya ng Panginoon sa buhay natin. And you know what? This Sunday, we are celebrating something. And that is the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Kaya nga po, pwede po ba? Can we greet everyone in the comment section? Happy Resurrection Sunday! Alright, can you type it there? Nakikita ko po ang mga comments nyo because I want to feel that there are still people there agreeing, declaring Amen to the Word of God. Again, type there in the comment section, Happy Resurrection Sunday. And it's important for us to remember the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. Kasi po, kung hindi po natin ito tatandaan, then we would understand na yung faith natin, wala rin palang silbe, gaya nga ng sabi ni Pastor Rodel. Because if the resurrection, if Christ did not rise from the dead, ibig sabihin po yung faith natin, useless. Walang kwenta sa Tagalog. Ibig sabihin nun, yung mga prayers natin, yung mga hopes natin, wala po, wala pong kwenta lahat yun. Yung po sinabi sa 1 Corinthians 15. And not only that, kawawa pa tayo, we are to be pitied if Christ did not rise from the dead. Kasi wala tayong evidence, wala tayong proof of who our Christ is. That we have a Lord who has risen from the dead, defeated death and sin. But because we have we have a Christ who have defeated death and sin, we know that our faith is not useless. Your prayers have power. Your hope has an assurance to it. May confidence po kayo sa ating mga hope. That's why we celebrate, we remember the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, yan po sa lahat. Thank you po sa lahat na comment Happy Resurrection Sunday. And alam niyo po, connected po to sa ating preaching today as we continue on the topic of salt and light. And ilang weeks na po natin ito pinag-uusapan. We are in the fourth week of our series, Salt and Light. And we've been talking about that our call as Christians is to be the salt and light in the world. Na pag meron po tayong relationship kay God, connected po sa relationship natin kay God is yung mission natin and that is to be salt and light. And mas makikita po natin yan, yung in reflection to the death and resurrection of Jesus, we're gonna understand better who we are as salt and light. Pero as we start today, our preaching this afternoon, naisip nyo po ba? Di ba ilang weeks na po natin pinag-uusapan uh, na tayo po ay salt and light? Pero kasi po, pag sinabi natin salt and light, ibig sabihin po ito, we will change the world. We will change the world. That's the effect of that. And Christianity, Disciples have been changing the world. Pero kayo po ba personally? Naisip niyo po ba, how does it really look like to change the world? And alam niyo po, in connection to this, changing the world, sometimes, when I think about this, me, ako lang po ito, no? you can, if you can relate. Minsan pag inisip ko, changing the world, siguro kakanood ko, palagi po kakanood kasi ng mga superhero series. Sometimes I'm thinking, Lord, paano kaya kung pwede ko bang baguhin yung mundo? Well, hindi ko naman pinipray yun. Pero sometimes I daydream na may superpowers ako. Siguro lalo na lately, no, pinanood ko yung Zack Snyder's uh, Cut for Justice League. 
Mapapa-imagine ka, what if I have the power of Superman or the speed of Flash okay, or yung ability ni Aquaman or Lord, kahit yung yaman na lang ni Batman. Alright, so I'm thinking, siguro, if I'm gonna change the world, if I'm gonna be the salt and light, baka pwede kong gamitin tong mga powers na to to make an impact. And syempre, kasunod nito, pag in-imagine ko to, yung power nila, you know what, you can participate, you can just type there in the comment section, ano ba yung na-imagine yung klase ng power na gusto nyo. But you know what, when I imagine this, nakikita ko yung impact nito eh. Just for example, if I have the speed of flash, ang dami ko agad magagawang solution sa mundo, ang dami ko matutulungan. And ang itsura kasi nun, when I have those powers, is yung pagbago ko sa mundo, is ano siya, medyo dramatic, di ba? And maganda tingnan, it's glorious. And sometimes, you know what, when I think about that, sabi ko, ba't hindi na lang ganito nga, ba't hindi na lang kaya ganito baguhin yung mundo? Yung ganito yung sobrang, ang lupit ng parang superhero story. And you know what? Kahit nagde-daydream lang ako doon, sometimes, kahit ini-imagine ko lang po yun, sometimes medyo nakokonek ko kay God yun eh. Sabi ko, Lord, bakit hindi na lang ganun? Bakit hindi na lang katulad? Ba't hindi mo na lang baguhin yung mundo na parang ganun? Yung may superpower, di ba? Si, yung ipan mo na lang yung COVID, Lord, parang ganyan. Or what, whatever power that would be necessary for you to change the world. Sometimes I think that, eh, bakit Lord, hindi ganyan yung pagbabago mo? And even sometimes, ito nga yung mga arguments ng mga people na hindi naniniwala kayo. Eh, bakit kung mabait siyang God nyo, ba't hindi yan instant, hindi, hindi niya gawin yung powerful miracle niya to change the world? And you know what? Yung ganong attitude, it's basically telling God, sa atin, galing sa atin, we're telling God, Lord, alam mo, mali yung discarte mo. Alam mo, Lord, mali yung style mo of really changing the world. And from that, very phrase and thought and mindset, what we are really telling God is that, Lord, malika, I have a better strategy and way to change the world. But you know what? Basically, that is the pride in us. Pride is the sin of us telling God na God, mas magaling ako sa'yo. <laughs> but we know that God is against pride. God, God is against pride. And you know what? This is the amazing thing and that's what we're going to be talking about for this afternoon. That not only that God is against pride, but how God will change the world is through the humility that is shown by Jesus Christ. Yung humility na ipapakita ni Jesus natin. And what He have shown us actually. And we're going to be continuing in the verse in Isaiah. And here we're going to be seeing how Jesus was described. Yung humility niya in Isaiah. You know what Isaiah specifically the verses that we're going to be reading in Isaiah 52 and 53. This is like the Bible already. Dito mo makikita talaga ano yung Bible eh. And the gospel is very in essence here as we talk about Isaiah. And dito makikita natin that Jesus being described as a suffering servant has shown us how through his humility has changed the world and through this humility used us to be thought and light in the world. So I encourage you, if you have your Bibles, uh, kung gamit niyo po yung phone niyo, get another Bible. Kung meron po kayong physical like me, or nasa TV naman po kayo, I hope you are using your uh, phone as a Bible. We'll be, we'll be reading a lot of verses, but you know what? I hope that as we read this verse, parang yung attitude natin is kay Moses, we are stepping on holy ground. Sobra pong powerful nito to describe the gospel. We'll be reading Isaiah 52. 
from verse 13 and we'll be reading the whole chapter of 53. Read, me, read with me. In Isaiah 52, verse 13, Behold, my servant shall act wisely. He shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. As many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and it formed beyond of that of children of mankind. So shall he sprinkle many nations, kings shall shut their mouths because of him. For that which has not been told them, they see. And that which they have not heard, they understand. Who has believed what he has heard from us? In chapter, will be, we are in chapter uh, 53. And to whom has the arm of the Lord had been revealed? Ito pong arm of the Lord, sa buong Isaiah po, it has been continuously being said. And this is a prophetic word about the power of God, which is fulfilled in Christ. For he grew up, and then they continued in describing the suffering servant, which is Christ, in verse 2. For he grew up like him, a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty. attention There is no majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. We did not honor him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteem him stricken. Pero we esteemed him when he was stricken. Smitten by God and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgression. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. And with his wounds, we are healed. We, are, we like sheep, have gone astray. We have turned our way. We have turned everyone to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. In verse 7, he was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, like a sheep that is before its shearers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And nandito naman po yung word, oppression. And as for this generation who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken from the transgression of my people, and they made his grave with the wicked. What? And with the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence and there was no deceit in his mouth, yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He was put to grief when his soul makes an offering for guilt. He shall see his offspring. This is really speaking about the resurrection. How can the Lord who has been offered his offspring? Because our Lord is a risen Lord. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul, he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall righteous one, my servant, make many to be accounted righteous. Thank you, Lord. And he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was numbered with the transgressors. Yet, he bore the sin of many and made intercessions for the
the transgressors. Let's pray. Father, we come to your word right now in humility by your grace. Lord, I pray that we would just see that we are talking about something that is very relevant to us. And that is the life, the death, even the resurrection of Jesus. And Lord, help us to understand these very verses. That these very verses point to Jesus and to our call, your call to us to be the salt and light in this world. Father, thank you for this time that as we worship through listening to your word, God, thank you that you're the one who's going to make our faith grow, faith grow as we listen more to your word. Thank you for this time. Anoint the preaching of your word, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, we're continuing in Isaiah. And dito po, nasang part na po ba tayo ng Isaiah? Here in Isaiah 52 and 53, um, yung Israel po, they just came from exile. Okay, the Babylonian exile. So, after nun, okay, naging, naging okay na po sila. Uh, uh, makikita po natin dito, tapos na yung exile ng, ng, mga Bab- ng mga Israelites because God taught them na yung niya, because of your rebellion, God allowed them to be punished so that they would humble themselves. Yet, you know what? With, after all of that, exile, all of the hardships, all of the trials that they have faced, hindi pa rin po talaga nawala yung pride sa puso ng Israel. That there was still rebellion in their hearts. And you know what? Kaya po sila nag-continuous mag-rebel. Okay, God, even after all of the exile, mahaba po yung exile nila. In Jeremiah, we would see that in seven years, they were exiled. Yet with all of this rebellion and pride in their heart, God promised them a person, and this is the suffering servant, whom we know is Jesus Christ. And this suffering servant, this uh, Jesus Christ, is gonna save them as a suffering servant. And dito po sa suffering servant, ato, we would see the humility of Christ, and how the through the humility of Christ, He has changed not only Israel, but He has changed the world. And I hope this afternoon, when you understand the humility of Christ, he will be, you will be changed. That's my prayer this afternoon. As you participate in our online worship service, you will be changed. So dito, going to our verses, how did the humility of Christ or how does the humility of Christ right now for you would change you? We need to first understand that the humility of Christ, the humility of Jesus in his simplicity. And ando po sa version, the humility of Jesus in his simplicity. Yung pagiging ordinary, pagiging simple po na ating tagapagligtas. The simplicity, in the simplicity of Jesus, we would see how He has changed us, how He can change you, and how he, we can change the world. Going back in verse uh, 2 and 3 of Isaiah 53. There sinabi po sa atin, there was no majesty to look at Him. In short, hindi po siya yung royalty. He was, alam po natin to, in the Christmas story, how Jesus was born in an ordinary family, in a carpenter's family. And not only that there was no majesty to look at him, but there is also no beauty to desire him. Na sinabi nga din po sa mga binasa ating verse, na parang siya yung pag naglakad sa tabi mo, hindi mo papansinin. Hindi mo siya parang, uy, someone special to. Right? Normal na pananamit, normal na itsura. There is no majesty and beauty to desire him. And you know what? The thing here is that karamihan naman po sa atin, ganito lang, simple. We are simple. We are ordinary. But you know what? When you talk about a Savior, 
You don't want to talk about someone that is ordinary. We don't want someone na magiligtas natin to we have no majesty and no power and no beauty in Him. Yet, ganito po si Jesus. When He lived here on earth, He was so simple. There was no majesty in Him na the point na ang response sa Kanya, it says there in the verse that people would despise Him and people don't care about Him. Ganun po kasimple ang Panginoon natin. When He was here, when Jesus was here, people despise Him because He is so simple uh, in His life. And hindi kasi po natin gusto yun. Naisaganon nga po sabi ko, hindi po natin gusto yung ganong isang leader. Kasi ganito na lang po para mas makarelate tayo. Tingnan po natin yung bansa natin. No? Uh, <laughs> tingnan po natin yung voting or how we choose our leaders. Actually, hindi lang po ang national elections. Mamaya, bigyan ko po kayo ng story. Pero sa atin, di ba, uh, we can admit this. Ah, kayo po, kung ganito po kayo, no? you need to check your hearts. Pero sa bansa po natin, yung criteria natin sa pagpili natin ng mga leader natin, I'm not only talking about the government, No, may bibigay nga po ang story. Pero pagpili po natin ng mga leaders natin, it's not really based on credentials. We choose leaders based on charisma, yung impact, or in short, yung majesty and beauty ng mga leader natin. Ganun po tayo pumili. No? So hindi lang po kayo, kahit ako din po ganyan. Eh. Kaya ako pumintan, pag may nakita tayo, uy, ano yun, si Justin Bieber, oh. Kung nadi-disciple na, gawin natin presidente yan, ganyan. I'm not saying na wala siyang credential, pero nakita niya po yung mga first qualifications natin. It's really the charisma of a person, not really the credentials of the person. Kasi nga tayo, narap natin talaga yung majesty and beauty ng isang tao. Na pag nakita natin yun, ganun yung gusto natin maging savior. Eh, alam niyo po, nung isang beses, nag-run kami, nung may politics kami, nung college, uh, there was this one candidate na grabe, pag nagsimula na siya mag-speech, atin, alam to ng, ano, ng mga kasama namin to, no? alam ni Rose to, she was also part of our student council there. Pag nagsalita na itong candidate na to, talagang yung buong school nagihiyawan. Kasi talagang, kung parang may majesty and beauty na parang yung kalaban na party, ay, wala na, talo na to. Kasi buong school talaga nag-cheer dito sa taong to. Pero, of course, nanalo, landslide. Pero nung nandun na, Because this person was chosen out of charisma, not really out of credential. Wala. Wala talagang ginawang work. Well, nag-sorry naman din yung, ta- yung person na to. Nagbago siya eventually. <laughs> Pero wala talaga, alam niyo, yung puro ano lang. And you know what? Kasi bakit ba siya pinili ng ganun? Because nga, our tendency is that we choose leaders, saviors, heroes who have majesty and who, has, who have beauty. Pero Jesus... You know what? In his simplicity, humility, he showed us he lived a simple life. Kaya nga po, alam niyo, dinescribe din, di ba, sa, sa, uh, sa synoptic gospels, that Jesus, sa, sa hometown po ni Jesus, he did not uh, perform, he did not do many miracles. Bakit po? Not because he can't, but he won't. He won't do many miracles in his hometown because people cannot put their faith His um, friends, his neighbors cannot put their faith in this Jesus who they knew how he grew up. Diba sabi nila, eh, itong Jesus na to, nakita ko lumaki to, diba nandyan yan? At tumatakbo, diba nagtutumbang preso yan dyan? Paano ko ilalagay yung faith ko dyan? I knew this, the background of this person. That's why when Jesus was in his, in his hometown, people knew how simple he lived, how ordinary he is as a person. That's why they cannot put their faith in Him. And wala din po tayong pinagkaiba doon. Yet Jesus in His simple life is telling us something. 
that He is still our Savior. And He wants to show us in His simplicity that He still can change the world. And you know what? What does this mean to us? Knowing that our Lord and Savior showed His humility, humility and His simplicity. Tatlo pong bagay. Una, we don't put our trust in people but in Jesus. Alam niyo po yun kasi ordinarily, gaya po nga nasabi ko kanina, our inclination, hinahanap po natin is to look at majesty and beauty. Normal pong hinahanap ng puso natin yan. But you know what? Of course, our Lord is now ruling and reigning. That's why kailangan niya tumingin po tayo kay Jesus. Pero dito po sa lupa, automatic po naghahanap tayo ng majesty and beauty to put our faith into. Yet, ultimately, we put our faith and trust in God alone. We don't look at it, find it in people. And another thing, because of the humility and simplicity of Jesus, we would not neglect also the simplicity of God's work in our lives. May simplicity rin po yung ginagawa ng Diyos ni God sa buhay natin. Na sometimes kasi gusto natin yung flashy, yung grand, yung change, yung gusto natin na one day sa tapat ng bahay mo, nandiyan na lang lahat ng sagot ng um, prayers mo, nandiyan na yung kalahating Ferrari mo, okay, sa mga nakagets. Alright, we want everything to be grand. We want everything to be flashy. We want to be instantly changed inside out. You know what? It's possible. But that's not how usually God works. God works in simple ways. Sabihin, kung gusto niyo pong magbago, there's no other technique than to read the Word of God. Sabi, ang simple, wala na ba ibang secret ng technique para magbago ako? No. There's the simplicity of reading the Word of God meditating on it, confessing it, declaring it continuously. Diba parang di exciting po, no? But in, even in these simple things, especially in these simple things, God can work in us. Alright? Baka hindi pwede ba ako biglang super healthy? Alright? Simple way. Kumain po ng tama, mag-exercise. Diba? That's why we can appreciate the simple things that God is doing in our lives. Because Jesus has shown to us that His simple, in the simplicity of His life, He brought change into the world. And you know what? Another implication of this, knowing the humility of Christ through the simplicity of His life, tayo din po, as salt and light in the world, we don't have to have majesty or power or beauty, though it's okay. I'm not saying bawal. Um, I'm saying that you don't need those things for you to bring change. In simple ways, in little ways, you can bring change into the world. You can be a salt and light even in simple ways. Because our Lord, Jesus Christ, the simplicity of His life brought change to the world. Next, how did Jesus show His humility? And in this humility change the world? Humility, we have seen the humility of Jesus in His service. Okay? The humility of Jesus in His service. And paano po ba nagpakita po ng service ang ating Panginoon? Not only that He lived a simple life, He lived a life of service. And alam niyo po, yung pagbuhay ni Jesus ng, na naglilingkod, may challenges po yun. Yung unang challenge po ng paglilingkod ng ating Panginoon is that He served even if people or we don't deserve it. Jesus served even we doesn't, even if we don't deserve it. Jesus served. Let's see. Let's check for going to verse 4 and 6. Ano po ba ang ginawa ni Jesus? In Isaiah 53, verse 4 to 6, Jesus carried our weaknesses, our grief, our sorrow. And pati yung kasalanan po natin, He took it upon Himself. 
Di ba niya, si Jesus po, na wala na nga tayong mabigay kay Jesus, kundi yung kasalanan natin, yung kahinaan natin. Yet Jesus took it upon himself as a service to us. Nilagay niya po. And take note, he voluntarily placed upon himself our witnesses and our sins. Hindi po lang binigay sa kanya yon. Para, oh, Jesus, oh, kunin mo na yung kasalanan nito ni Gab. Kunin mo na yung kasalanan nito ni, ano, uh, Pastor Ernest, Pastor Rodel. No. He needs desire to serve people who doesn't deserve to be served or don't deserve to be served. Jesus took upon himself their sin and their weaknesses. Because Jesus wanted really to serve even if people don't deserve it. Kaya binigyan niya po itong instruction na to to the disciples. If you would remember in Matthew 20, di ba yung sila Andrew, ginamit pa nila yung nanay nila na ma, sabihin mo naman kay Jesus, bigyan kami ng position sa kingdom niya. Di ba ginamit pa yung nanay, di ba ganun? Very Pinoy, very Pinoy. Mahilig mag gumamit ng connection, okay? Okay, gumamit ng nanay pag hindi ka makapasa sa school. So, sabi nila, ma, ma sabihin mo naman si Jesus, bigyan kami ng position sa kingdom niya. Bakit? Ano ba yung nasa isip nito? What, uh, what was in the mind of the disciples when they asked their mom? Even the other disciples kasi nagalit sila eh. Kasi naunahan sila eh. What they want is not to be served. Okay? They, want to, I, they don't want to serve but to be served. Ganun yung gusto ng mga disciples. Yet Jesus corrected them. Sabi niya, if you want to be my disciple, you are to serve. Not like this. Uh, how not like these leaders na gusto nila sila yung uh, sila yung pinaglilingkuran ng lahat it's not bad for people to serve us pero ano ba yung default ano ba yung desire ng heart natin kasi Jesus said again in that in the very uh, that account that sabi niya the son of man came not to be served but to serve to serve even people who don't deserve my service Jesus came to serve us kahit na puro tayo witnesses and sins na wala naman tayong reason para paglingkuran ni Jesus, Jesus will still serve us. And you know what it means for us? If Christ has done it for us, that we who don't deserve it, receive this service, is that we can also do it for other people. Kasi parang iniisip natin, paglilingkuran ko ba ito? Hindi naman niya deserve ito. Hindi naman deserve na mga tao na ito na paglilingkuran ko sila. You know what yet? With the reality of knowing the humility of Christ, serving us, taking upon Himself our sin and our weaknesses, that we can also serve other people. Yeah, ang ganda ng sinabi po ni Martin Luther King Jr. Sabi po niya dito, uh, Martin Luther King is preacher also and a civil rights activist. Sabi niya po, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Sabihin po nito, kung yung mga taong ayaw natin kasi hindi nila deserve yun, ang papakitala natin sa kanila is hate, hindi po mawawala yung hate. But if we would choose to love those who hate us, even if they don't deserve our love, our service, we would still do that because that's how we're going to be able to defeat those things. That's how we're going to be able to defeat the darkness of this world by serving you know what, people. By serving people, As salt and light, we're going to bring change into the world because that's what Christ has done for us. And alam niyo po, not only that Jesus shown his humility by serving those who don't deserve it, Jesus also uh, served. Even if he doesn't deserve how we treated him. Magkaiba po yun, no? Not only yung mga 
taong pinaglilingkuran ni Jesus, hindi deserve yun. Siya rin mismo, hindi niya deserve kung paano siya tinarato. Jesus was treated harshly. In fact, Jesus was oppressed. But in verses 7 to 9, there it was described that he was oppressed. Jesus was oppressed. But Jesus did not say a word. He was oppressed. He had done no wrong. Wala po siyang maling ginawa, pero tinarato po siyang parang criminal. And the only thing that Jesus has done for us is serve us. Yet in all of that, he was treated like uh, a criminal. Jesus not only served the undeserving, he served even if we, he was not deserving the way we treated him. Jesus experienced, in short, injustice. Yet in the middle of the injustice that he is facing, he still chose to serve. Grabe po yung ginawa sa atin ng Panginoon natin. Hindi po natin deserve yung ginawa niya. Yet, alam niyo po yun, tinarato natin siyang mali, pero yun nga po, ginawa pa rin niya po yun. Alam niyo po, meron po akong nakita while doing this. Uh, may nakita po ako sa Netflix na show. Hindi ko pa po napapanood. No? Baka mamaya panoorin ko po. Pero ang title lang nito, uh, dun sa document, documentary na ito, that, uh, ang title po nito sa Netflix is that we don't deserve dogs. Ayan po yung title niyan. We don't deserve dogs. Uh, bakit po kasi yung dogs, no? grabe kahit na kawawain, iwanan, apihin. Alam niyo po, parang ang bait pa rin, babantayan pa rin yung bahay mo, babalik pa rin sa bahay mo. Kaya nga ganun po yun eh. Na we don't deserve the unconditional love of dogs. Even after treating them bad, they would still show their loyalty. But you know what? As much as we like dogs, as much as dogs are very nice, I like dogs. But they are dogs. They live by their instincts. But Jesus, una po si Jesus, may choice na po siya. He was already treated. He was treated like a criminal yet. He still chose to serve. Not only that he was treated a criminal, he was the creator of the universe. Imagine that the creator of the universe was treated like a garbage. Yet, in all of those, he still treated those who treated him like garbage treasures. Pinaglingkuran pa rin niya. Kinuha pa rin yung kasalanan at kahinaan sa kanya. And you know what? When we understand this, we won't think of what we deserve before we serve. Because, you know what? Our Savior did not think about what He deserved before He served. So we can also do that. Kasi ginawa na po sa atin ng Panginoon natin. Kasi minsan ganun po tayo eh. I deserve this before I do that. I deserve an explanation. Okay? Yet, you know what, when we understand what Jesus, how Jesus lived and served in simplicity, in humility, we're also going to be able to be salt and light in spite of all the things that we are to experience. Lastly, Jesus not only shown his humility through his simplicity, his humility through his service, but you know what Jesus has shown to us, his humility in these verses through his sacrifice, the humility of Jesus in his sacrifice. In verse 10 to 12, here we're going to see, kanina po, nilagyan ko pa na emphasis to, but that Jesus was crushed. Right? Jesus was crushed. In verse 10, it says here, it was the will, magustuhan po, it was the will of the Lord to crush him. It was the desire of God to crush Jesus. Why? Because Jesus is to be 
an offering for our guilt, for our sin. Not only that Jesus served us by taking upon himself our weaknesses and our sins, but ultimately to die for our sins. Hindi nilang po nilagay niya sa sarili yun. Amin na ang mga kahinaan nyo. Amin na inyong mga kasalanan. But you know what? Ultimately, Jesus took that sin, that those weaknesses, those grief, those sorrows, those guilt and shame. Jesus took all of that to die for us on the cross. That's why here we're going to see the peak of Jesus' humility. It's in His humiliation. The peak of Jesus' humility is in His humiliation. He was crushed there on the cross. Talaga yung pagginamin na term, no, crush. He was crushed there on that cross. Bakit po crush yung sinabing word for Him? Because you know what, Jesus really, when we talk about that, and alam naman po natin, di ba yun po yung topic natin talaga, yun yung focus ng Good Friday. Jesus dying for us on the cross. Jesus was there on the cross, crushed for us. Alam niyo po kung bakit ganun? Kasi Jesus did not die an honorable death. We don't talk about uh, the crucifixion kasi pag ngayon po yun, pangit pong topic yun. Yet that is the way that Jesus died. Jesus did not die just like other heroes na in a way may honor sa kanila. And for example po, no, um, sino pang hero natin, national hero natin? Tama po, no? si Jose Rizal. Our national hero, Jose Rizal. You know what? Uh, I checked how he died. Um, meron po kasing mga iba-ibang um, argument about how he died. But ultimately, the way that Jose Rizal died, he died in a way that was honorable. Una po, may ginawa po kasi siyang request. Eh. Um, so, magkaiba po kasi na sa movies. Tas, pero pag tinignan niya po talaga yung mga eyewitnesses account, si Rizal daw po, may request siya. Eh. Kasi po, dati, kung alam po na, alam naman po natin, napapanood natin eh. Pag mga traidor ka daw po sa isang bansa, pina, pinapatay po yan, binabaril sa likod ng ulo, tapos naka-blindfold. Kasi traitor ka eh. You don't deserve an honorable death. Pero nag-request po siya. Sabi niya, okay lang ba? Ano, uh, wala akong blindfold. Hindi ako nakapiring. At wag, sa, wag dito, wag, mo, wag niyo ako dito babarilin. So pinayagan yon. Secondly, he requested, okay lang ba? Um, pag, uh, ano, nakaharap ako sa firing squad. Na, kasi hindi naman talaga ako traitor sa, uh, sa Spain. Hindi ako, ayaw maging traitor talaga. Ganyan. Actually, uh, correct nyo na po, pero ang gusto yata talaga ni Rizal is maging probinsya tayo ng Spain. Yet, of course, because of his letters, it sparked a revolution. Pero ayaw niya po talaga sa likod, yet it was not allowed. So, he was um, uh, made to turn his back against the fighting squad. Pero po nung sinabi na po nung commanding officer na uh, Fuego, okay? Siyempre, may, may delay po yun. Nung sinabi po ng Fuego, humarap po siya, doon sa firing squad. To say to people, I'm not a traitor. So boom, doon po siya. And then, he died a hero's death. So baga, grabe po, no? yung honorable way that he died. So parang grabe, no? so kaya nag-spark po siya ng regulation. Yet, you know what? When, go, when we go to the death of Jesus Christ, silly no, wala, parang hindi magandang i-describe yung death natin. You know what? If you're gonna start ah, uh, a revolution, you would not make the leader of your faith or your revolution to die in a death na parang, ha? Parang, yung alam mo yung, ba't ganyan yung ginawa niya sa leader namin? Di ba yun po yung binasa natin in Isaiah 52? 
that he was going to be prosperous, he's going to be successful in his work. Yet when people looked at him, he was marred beyond human semblance. Ibig sabihin, pag tinignan mo yung, yung success ng leader natin, si Jesus, hindi na po siya mamukaan. Parang tao kasi grabe yung nadanas niya. That's why there's so much humiliation in he was crowned, he was bleeding, he was shamed, he was punched, he was spit on. Even in the sacrifice of Jesus for us, there was so much humility. And you know what? Not only that he was humiliated physically, but because Jesus took upon our sin and shame, the guilt on that cross, he cried, naalala po natin yon. Jesus cried, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? You would see here, that the cry of Jesus was not on the shame that he was experiencing physically. Jesus cried, My God, why have you forsaken me? Ultimately, the humiliation that Jesus experiences, the humiliation of being putting on him the guilt and shame of our sin. That's why God, you know what, cannot look at him any longer on that cross. In a way, Jesus said, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? In the sacrifice of Jesus, there was no beauty and honor in it. Yet he still did that for us. Jesus was numbered with the sinners, with the transgressors, simply in the last part of the verse. So that he can, you know what, exchange that. There was a substitution that happened. Because he took upon himself our sin and shame, he can now give to us his honor. It's really the majesty and beauty na meron talaga siya. His perfect life was given to us. That's why there's humility in the sacrifice. Kasi po ang nangyari po talaga sa cross. Jesus was treated the way that we should have treated because of our guilt and shame. He was shamed. He was humiliated. He was treated the way that we should have been treated so that we can be treated the way Jesus should have been treated. A life of perfect um, living, no sin. And that's how God would treat us. Because nagkaroon po ng substitution, Jesus took upon himself our guilt and shame. And that is the gospel. That is the message of God. That substitution. And how does it impact us? You don't have to live out of pride. Na kailangan po itong identity mo, patunayan yung sarili mo. Kasi wala tayong kaya patunayan. Yet, Jesus took that pride in us. You paid for that on that cross so that humility niya na pinakita can be given to us. We would be treated as if Jesus, we are Jesus. He who had no sin was treated as if he had sinned so that we can be the righteousness of Christ. And because of that now, kaya natin mabuhay in humility. Kasi wala tayong alam patunayan po, ginawa na ni Jesus para lahat sa atin. We can live a life of humility in the simplicity of our life, we can live a life of humility in service to others and even to the point of us sacrificing ourselves to others. And that's what you can, what you can see in history. Christians living in humility so that they can change the world. So I, as I end, this is what I want us to remember. To be thought and light is to live through the humility of Christ in us. Pag naintindihan po natin yung humility ng life, death, and resurrection of our Jesus. Grabe, pati po yung resurrection niya. Sobrang, hindi man nangga, no? 
talaga. Sobrang simple ko. When we understand those things, we can also live a life of humility. Through that humble life, we will change the world. In fact, we have been changing the world. That is because of the humility of Christ in and through us. So at this time, I like for us to pray. Wherever you are, okay lang po ba? Iyupunyo po ang inyong mga ulo. Let us pray. Father God, first we celebrate the resurrection of Christ today. That our faith is not useless. Lahat ng sinasabi po natin prayers, you hear it. Because we have a resurrected King. We thank you for that. And Lord, in line with the topic that we have talked about, God, kami, meron po kami mga idea kung ano ka dapat kumilos. Meron kami mga idea kung ano dapat ang ginagawa mo ngayon, Lord. And those things are pride in us. Saying that we know better than you. Yet God, we want to ask that you would let us experience, you would allow us again to experience the humility of Christ. Not only is death, is life, service, is sacrifice. So that when we truly understand that, God, kami mismo, kaya na namin pamuhay yung life na yun. Kasi yung buhay na yung binigay niya na sa amin. And Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters who's taking a hard time understanding that things are happening right now. I pray that you would allow them to be humble. Na sinasabi nila, God, dapat ito yung ginawa mo. And Lord, help them to understand that you are God who is sovereign. That you are active. And Lord, in your humility, you have shown your love for each one of us. And in that way, you can also live a life of humility. And I pray, God, that when we truly understand this, we can be the salt and light, especially in these dark times, in these terrible times. Allow us, God, to live a humble way in service and sacrifice for others. Lord, I thank you for this time. Thank you, Jesus, for, for what you have done for us, how you lived and died for us. Right? We thank you for us. Salamat po, Lord, for this. But we thank you, God, for your grace, all of us, so that we can live a life of humility in everything that we do. Lord, we give you praise. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Again, thank you po sa inyong pagsama sa ating online Worship service. Again, don't forget po na Sunday to invite your friends, your family members. And you know what? Uh, you can still continue to talk here in our comment section. We want to still bond with you. Okay? So, wag po muna. Kahit hindi po muna kayo mag out, you can still bond there in our comment section. And But let me first close officially our worship, online worship service uh, with its word of blessing to all of us. May the Lord bless you and keep you May the Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance on you and give you peace. All this we declare in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right. God bless you, Paul. See you next Sunday for our online worship service.